This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not it works. no, not me. No, no, the fans. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? Yes. But, but nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who are I'm you lo- talking I, about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh, oh no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words were right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash gamesillamedia and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Legend of Retro podcast. This is Xander and Craig WK. And we're going to go fast. We gotta go fast. And sort of repeat ourselves a little bit. Only a little. Oh, just just a hair. And take a friend with you. It, yeah, because it's dangerous to go alone. Wait, we did that in the intro. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah, released on the Sega Genesis on November 24th, 1992. This sequel is a platformer starring Sonic the Hedgehog uh, and his friend Tails the Fox as they seek to thwart Dr. Robotnik from gathering all the Chaos Emeralds and taking over the world. You're not going to say his full name. Uh, Miles Tails Prower. I mean, I, I figured we would get into like the, 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 the meat of the characters and stuff nah. and, and really delve into it. But, but fair enough. Yes, his name is Miles Prower. Miles per hour. Miles per hour. Yes, there you go. Otherwise known as Tails. Apparently, uh, as a quick side note, uh, apparently there was an argument in uh, uh, at STI, Sega Technical Institute, when they were making Sonic 2. Oh, yeah. And they were like, no, his name should be a pun. It should be Miles Prower. And somebody was like, call him Tails. He has two tails. That's adorable. And they were like, all right, fine. We'll just make Tails his nickname. And they, that's how they settled it. And that's why we're repeating ourselves. That's something that I, so uh, very astute listeners of The Legend of Retro will know that the second podcast, or the second episode of the podcast that I recorded mm-hmm. uh, once I came in and, and started to kind of reboot The Legend of Retro podcast yeah. was Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2, or just me and Chops. But we kind of focused more on just the history of Sonic. We did, and we, we touched on the game just because we wanted to, to kind of mention Sonic yeah. 2. We didn't really dive too deep. So that's why uh, when Craig is like, hey, we should do Sonic 2, I didn't immediately go, no, we did it before. Because I was like, I'm sure... I'm sure we can we can talk about stuff that we didn't bring up. Oh, absolutely! Uh, it's Sonic Two is it's I, I would say it's probably the greatest Sega Genesis game, and I think it's a contender for one of the best games ever. It's an amazing yeah. video game. Definitely, probably the best Sonic game. Oh yeah, I think that it's it's absolutely the very best Sonic game. I uh, now I uh, uh, let's chat a little bit about the gameplay. No, but please. Okay. Thank you. 
Uh, so, uh, much like in the first game, it's it's a lot about speed. It's Sonic builds up momentum, he gets moving, uh, but they added some uh, things in this game. Uh, they added, of the course... down dash. Yeah, that spin dash. Which, spin dash, yes, that's the proper name. <laughs> or the down dash, if you're dumb, like me. <laughs> yeah, but don't be dumb like Xander, it's a spin dash. Yes. Uh, yeah, so in the first game, a lot of people's complaint was that, like, you know, if you go to run up a ramp, but you didn't build up that momentum... You kind of go back yeah, down kinda, it. You got to run backwards and then kind of build up speed and get moving. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a complaint people had is that it kind of bogged the speed of the game down because that's what Sonic's all about is just moving really fast. And so the creators made the spin dash where you hold down and you tap the uh, like jump button and it gets you revved up and you let go and you go flying. So you don't need to run back and get momentum up. Right. Uh, you know, they added, of course, Tails, uh, which is the second player. There's now two player. Yes. Uh, and in fact, I uh, really busted up broken. Why would anybody play it? Two player, but two player nonetheless. <laughs> well, there's there's two kinds of two player. There's cooperative and there's competitive. So if you grab the controller as a second player in Sonic 2, you control Tails and you run around. So long as you're on screen. It's so long as you're on screen. <laughs> yes. But you're invincible. You don't have to worry about rings and stuff, which is a, 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 a wonderful balancer if you have somebody who's not very good at games or who's maybe like younger, like younger kids and stuff, because you can just keep them on the screen and they can run around and do what they want. Yeah, they're and basically you know, tethered to you. Yeah, it's it's kind of the perfect little sibling character. Yeah, uh, at least that's what I used it for when I played with my sister back in the day. Uh, but uh, but there's also a competitive mode, which is OK. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's racing. It's nice that it's there. Yeah. Yeah, it's just you race through one of three stages. Uh, it's almost like a training wheels. Kind like of. you start with the tethered, you go to the multiplayer, so you can play together, and uh, then the little the little sibling can then start playing the normal game. Yeah, I I, I kind of see that uh, see it that way. How often did you keep Tails as a backup character in Sonic Two? Yeah. Uh, Sonic, in, when I played Sonic Two, Tails was always about to fly down on the screen, and then I would run off, and I he just, would. Yeah. I turned him off. Oh, yeah. You can turn him off, too, can't yep. you? You can play as Sonic only. You can play as Tails only, or you can play as both. And I would turn him off because plot trying to get some of those later special stages to get the, the Chaos Emeralds so you can oh, be Super yeah. Sonic is dumb. Yeah, you can. It, it, I, I would argue that you cannot get Super Sonic with uh, uh, or, or all the Emeralds, I should say, without uh, uh, with or with Tails in your team. They really should have handed out trophies for those who did. Yeah, seriously. Because it's stupid hard later on because Tails like has a delayed jump and he's always like not in the same spot. It's just annoying. Yeah, so uh, that's another gameplay change. So in the very first game, uh, when you went into a bonus stage to get a Chaos Emerald, which were only at the end of levels. Yeah, only at the end of levels. Now they're at any checkpoint. As long as you have 50 rings. Exactly. I almost yeah. said coins like a dummy. <laughs> Don't, don't be, be a double Alexander. Yeah, don't be a double Alexander. The rings. <laughs> so, uh, in the first game, it was kind of a weird, like, oh, not pinball, but like it, it was kind of weird because like Sonic would just fall, and I, uh, you know, so he would like hit a barrier, and the level would just kind of change and shift around you, and uh, there were goals, but if you went into the goals, you it ended immediately, and you didn't get a chaos emerald. They were almost like traps. Uh, but uh, in this game, it's now uh, like uh, your Sonic and 
Sonic and or Tails are in a half pipe. And mm-hmm. so uh, you run forward. You have Sonic's back like Sonic's back is is in front of you and you can move left to right and you go up and down the uh uh, half pipe and you can even spin all the way around it and you collect rings but you have to watch out for like mines these yes. like spike balls or whatever which blow up and blow all your rings everywhere yeah and then you 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 know because you, you need a certain amount of rings per like set almost yeah, per section section like yeah three three to four in each in each many stage mm-hmm. And, and they if you of meet course, the requirements each time. You yeah. get a uh, chaos emerald. Otherwise, yeah. it's just out of reach, and you can't quite get it. Uh huh. Yep. And then the uh, bonus stage ends or whatever. I, uh, I'm much better at this one than I was in Sonic One. I think. Yeah, uh, th- this one gives you a lot more control over mm-hmm. Sonic. Yeah, there was such a lack of control in the first one yeah. that, like, I mean, once you kind of get it. used to it, yeah, it's not too bad. But like uh, in this game, it's a little bit more control, which is nice. And I never got the hang of Sonic 3's Oh, I did. Uh, orb collecting thing. We've, we've talked about this before. Yes, the spheres is my is collect the spheres is probably my favorite version. I I am not very good at collect the spheres. I I you know I I can do the first few maybe, but like after a while, I just can't, I can't keep up with it. Uh, but, uh, but in this one, it's not too bad. Like yeah. it's tough, but it's, it's not too difficult. So long as you don't have tails with you. Right. As far as the Sonic games go, in my opinion, there's Sonic one, two, three and knuckles, yeah. uh, Sonic mania. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. Those are the only Sonic games. The Sonic advance games aren't bad. Yeah, They're not bad. I, I played a few of those and I thought they were pretty good. I didn't get into a lot of them cause there was quite a few on the advance. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, the other Sonic games are maybe as far uh, as the yeah <laughs> as far as the bonus levels go. Oh, and I forgot there's the final battle from Sonic Adventure. Oh, and there's also Sonic CD, which is pretty oh, yeah. good. Well, well, I see. I can't get into Sonic. I don't know what it is. I try and I try and I just can't get into it. I think it's the pinball boss. Oh yeah, the pinball boss is that kind is of just pain. stupid dumb. And I hate it. <laughs> and I, at, at that point, I'm like, I just don't even care anymore. Like, I don't know what it is. I just can't yeah. try as I might. And I and I do try. I promise uh-huh. you. I just can't get into Sonic CD. Interesting. Uh, what were you going to say, though, before um, I cut you off? What? What is your ranking of the bonus games in those Sonic games that we mentioned? Oh, it's it's the Sonic 2 half pipe. It's the I uh, I. Uh, after that, it's the uh, the Sonic One weird spinning world. Really, over the spheres? Over spheres, uh, and in, uh, and then it's I think. Well, I'm torn because the Sonic CD and Sonic Mania uh, bonus stage, I'm not that bad at, and I I think I like the spheres more than those bonus games, like to play them. Yeah. But I think I'm better at the Sonic CD and Sonic Mania bonus stages. Fair enough. Yeah. I go uh, spheres of, for you is number spheres one, obviously. Is number one, yeah. and then I would probably go Sonic Mania CD. Slash CD, I should say. So where does two and one fall for you? Two is, is probably my third favorite. And then the last and is then, Sonic yeah. one. I mean, I don't blame you. I don't blame anyone who doesn't like the Sonic one bonus stages. They're not. I very wouldn't say good. I don't like it. It's just my least favorite of yeah, the. I got yeah, I hear yeah. you. So, Xander, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about kind of the origins of Sonic two. Uh, so Yuji Naka, who created so- the Sonic, the hedgehog. Mm-hmm. He wasn't working at Sega when Sonic 2 began production. Really? Yeah, so Yuji Naka uh, had uh, quit at Sega over disagreements over like corporate policy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so uh, uh, Mark Cerny in America had uh, fo- uh, kind of created uh, or, or was put in charge of, I should say, uh, the Sega Technical Institute, which is... Uh, 
otherwise known as STI. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was going to be a studio in America that was starting to work on projects that were big, like Sonic 2. They were given the reins of the second Sonic the Hedgehog game. And Mark Cerny was like, hey, where's Yuji Naka? And they were like, eh, he ain't working with us anymore. So he went to Yuji Naka and he was like, listen, man, like we need you for this this game. And they worked out a deal where basically Yuji Naka would have a lot more freedom and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he came to work for STI. Wow. Yeah. So they got him on. And uh, so he stayed on to create Sonic 2. And I, I think he even went on to the, the other Sonic games and stuff. I. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was crazy that the creator of Sonic yeah. wasn't going to be on Sonic 2 until that this Mark Cerny guy uh, got him involved. And in fact, uh, a lot of the team for uh, Sonic 2 were Japanese, but they were brought over to like L.A., uh, STI, you know, somewhere in, I think in California, I'm pretty sure in L.A. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a lot of. Uh, issues they had just because of the language barriers. And Mark Cerny apparently was very instrumental because he spoke Japanese. And so he went in between team members and worked things out. And Sonic 2 ended up becoming the the hit it was. The greatest game ever. One of. One of, yeah. One of the greatest. The greatest. Yeah, it's an amazing <laughs> game. Uh, and I... Uh, uh, you know, the Sonic 2 is is it's kind of interesting because it was like Sega knew it was going to be a hit. They gave the team less time to work on it because they needed it for the holidays. Mm-hmm. They were there was it was a very tough production, I guess. And I, uh, uh, you know, there, there was a lot that actually got cut from Sonic 2. Are you familiar with a lot of the, the cut content? No. So there's quite a few stages that were originally planned to be in Sonic 2, which is crazy to me because Sonic 2 has like some of the most stages stages of any Sonic game and they wanted more. So uh, Sonic 2 was going to originally have time travel features. There was going to be a time travel element to the game, which got put into Sonic, Sonic CD. CD. Yeah. I, so how much of the, the Sonic CD levels were originally Sonic 2 levels? Well, here's the thing. Because I know they came out very close. Here's the really interesting thing. So not a lot of those these ideas made it into Sonic CD, but you can see evidence of the time travel elements already in Sonic 2 that got cut. For example, if you look at Emerald Hill Zone and you look at Hilltop Zone, yeah. The the designs of the level are very similar, except for a color, like a palette swap, and the palm trees have been switched with evergreen trees. Supposedly Oh, and the and the dinosaur bots. Exactly. Supposedly Hilltop Zone was going to be a prehistoric version of Emerald Hill Zone. Interesting. Right? So uh, this is why we're doing a Sonic 2 episode. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, on top of that, uh, uh, some levels did get moved around. So if you look online, you'll see a uh, wood zone. It's like a, an evergreen forest type level that had almost been completed that ended up getting cut. I. Uh, Hidden Palace Zone eventually made it into Sonic and Knuckles. Right. It doesn't look exactly the same, but it's it's a crystalline kind of, you know, area that you go through. Uh, now, another level, though, eventually made it into a Sonic game, Dust Hill Zone. Dust Hill. That, it was a very uh, desert, western-like level where you could go, in, uh, there's parts where you go underground. Uh-huh. That became uh, the uh, Wild West level Mirage in Saloon Zone? Mirage Saloon Zone in uh, Sonic Mania. Nice. Yeah, the uh, the creators of Sonic Mania liked the idea of that level and they just put it in their game. That's cool. Uh, Man, Sonic Mania is so good. It really is. <laughs> it is a phenomenal game. Uh, now, there's one other thing that I wanted to uh, touch base on with like cut content and things like that. Uh, you know how it's kind of weird that Metropolis Zone is three acts? Yeah. 
So the third act was going to be its own level. And it got turned into a, a stage for Metropolis Zone because it was so far completed that they just were like, well, put it a palette swap on it and throw it in Metropolis Zone. Interesting. Originally, it was going to be a level called Genocide City Zone. Yikes. <laughs> right? <laughs> Right? Yeah, it was going to be uh, a one last city like level before, uh, because so many of the last few stages in Sonic 2 are, you know, you go, well, actually, let's go through those levels, yeah. uh, actually. So, so you've got Green Hill Zone. Uh, or not, no, sorry, I'm thinking uh, Emerald, Hill. <laughs> Emerald Hill Zone. Sorry, They're so Emerald different. Is, yeah. So Emerald Hill Zone, <laughs> super different than Green Hill Zone. <laughs> totally different. Uh, to Chemical Plant. Yep. To Aquatic Ruin. Uh huh. To Casino Night. Yep. To Hilltop. Yep. To Oil Ocean. Ooh, you're no, missing Mystic one. Cave. Mystic Cave. Mystic Cave, then to Oil Ocean. Uh-huh. Uh, to, then it's Metropolis? Then it's Metropolis. And that's where it gets kind of interesting because so many of the last few stages are one-act zones. So you have three acts for Metropolis Zone. Yep. One, you have Sky Chase, Sky Wing, Chase Fortress, Wing Fortress, and then Death Egg. Death Egg, uh, which of course is a play on the Death Star right. from you know Star Wars. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it was originally supposed to be two acts from Metropolis Zone, Genocide City, Sky Chase, Wing Fortress, Death Egg. Interesting. Are there pictures of what Genocide City would have looked like? I Not that I found online. There, there could be, but uh, I guess uh, uh, it was planned. If I had to wager a guess, I think it was planned. They started to map out what it would look like, and then they just put it in the game as the third act yeah, from Metropolis. I wonder if it was going to be a straight up city, if the the, the uh, scenes where you're running the the nut up the screw, if those would have been elevators. Oh, that would have been pretty cool. That yeah. would have been really neat. That'd be neat to see what they had designed. Yeah, the uh, like even the like that wood zone in the Emerald or uh, the uh, uh, Genocide City. Not Genocide City. Uh, the Just, Hidden Palace Zone. No. Hidden Palace Zone. Those levels are, like, in fact, uh, uh, those levels not only can be seen online, uh, early production screenshots that they sent out to video game uh, magazine companies mm-hmm. back in the day had shots of those pictures. So a lot of people thought that there were hidden zones and, like, would try to, like, all these different things. Right. And it never came to anything because they didn't get put into the game fully, you know. Right. I. Uh, but I, uh, but Xander, I, I do want to ask, what are some of your early memories of Sonic Two? We didn't really uh, touch too much on uh, like uh, our personal memories with the game. So my brother bought a Sega Genesis, yeah, um, from the I believe it was the Target in Wonderland Mall that's local to this area, <laughs> Wonderland to the, Mall to the Greater Detroit area. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he bought it from there, and it came with Sonic. I want to say it came with Sonic 1 and 2. Really? Or maybe it came with Sonic 1. And anyway, there's some kind and maybe he bought Sonic 2. Oh, that could be. Um I know I'm very sure that uh at least pretty sure that uh, uh there was a second Genesis that came with Sonic 2. You know what I think it was? I think he bought Sonic 1 and then there was some sort of voucher or something you could fill out. Oh, that to sounds get Sonic right. Sonic 2. Because both of my my Sonic one my Sonic one has had the not for resale sticker on there, and I'm pretty sure Sonic two did also. Oh, so anyway, and with, for the longest time, we had a Sega Genesis with those two games and Columns. <laughs> columns. Those are the only three <laughs> games I had for the Sega Genesis until uh, my mom decided to sell it, and then eventually a very good friend of mine gave me a, a Sega <laughs> uh, Genesis. Who was that good friend? That was Zander? you. you yeah, did it. it was. 
because I'm such a good friend. You were. I mean, are. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Were. It's not. It's not that I nice can't think these of the days. Last time you've just given me a video game system. So yeah, yeah. So you were a good friend. <laughs> I mean, nowadays I offer you video game systems. It just comes with a contract. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's it's a very simple thing. You just sign on the dotted line. No big deal. Don't ask questions. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. So I did a lot of that, and then I had a random. Uh, it wasn't Game Informer. Game. What are the other older EGM? Magazine? No, it wasn't EGM. I. I. It, Game Pro. Game Pro. That's Game what Pro. It was that had the codes listed for the game. Oh, nice. And the codes. I would debug the crap out of this game. <laughs> Dude, the debug code was so fun. Because uh, I uh, uh, explain for our listeners, Sander, the the debug code and some of the codes. Yeah, in the so game. there was debug mode. There was in stage selector were the mm-hmm. two big ones. Um, so debug mode would let you press the uh, I believe it was the the start button or is it start or C to enter debug mode. Yeah, your score was no longer a numerical score, but instead it was like coding. You could yeah. see the the co- that's how you knew the code the the thing worked. Mm-hmm. And you could press A and B to cycle through all the different sprites that could be laid down, and you could lay down whatever you wanted in whatever number you wanted. Uh huh. You could just continue. So uh, there was a co- oh, so the other code was to have all the chaos emeralds. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um. So I would put in all three codes, because uh, you needed to. So you need to do the stage select to have access to the other to to uh to start the other. Yeah. Because you had to go into sound select mode. So you go into sound select. You do one one two six one nine nine two. <laughs> I love that you remember it. Well, it's the the game's release date. Oh yeah, yeah. Twenty six nineteen ninety two. Um, and then you had to go into. Uh, then there were other ones. I can't. I can't remember off the top of my head. If I were sitting down, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is definitely what it uh-huh. is." But I'm just trying to remember. Um, and I can remember what the sounds, what all the sounds are. <laughs> I just can't recite them. So anyway, then you had to go into the stage select, which also had a sound test, and you could put in the code for all the the chaos emeralds. Okay. Um, so I would go in. I'd put down just a line of coins. I'd try to, and I remember, rings, rings, yes, dummy. Don't be dumb, Alexander. <laughs> And I would try to put the the rings down like close enough and consecutively enough that it looked like one gigantic ring, and then I would run through, collect all those, jump up, turn to supersonic, and just run through the rest of the level. <laughs> that's great. And that's the way I played that game for a long, long, long time. And then as I got older, I was like, oh, I can earn these chaos emeralds. I should do that. And I would just continuously play this game. Yeah, I'd love Sonic Two. Also, a uh, note for our uh, listeners: uh, uh, if you're unfamiliar, uh, supersonic is when uh, Sonic's best friend gets killed in front of him by the tyrant Frieza, right? And he unlocks the Saiyan legend and becomes a Super Saiyan. Exactly. <laughs> it's basically a play on Dragon Ball Z. In fact, uh, apparently there had been like you know years after this game, uh, and they changed the way S- Super Sonic looks. He used to have blue eyes he like did Super Saiyan, like the the turquoise <laughs> like. Yep. Yeah, they changed it by thinking like red eyes or something like that. But yeah, the uh, uh, Sonic goes gold. His, His hair, hair stands, stands on up. end. Yeah, <laughs> and then he gets super powerful and he's invincible. It's Dragon Ball Z, yep. which is of course you know good. What happens to Goku and all the other Saiyans in 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 Dragon Ball Z? You know they they unlock the hidden legend and become you know super powerful. I. Uh, but uh, uh, when I was young, before I had a Sega Genesis, you know, like years down the road, I uh, I was 
babysat by a neighbor a lot. So like when I was growing up, uh, it was my mom, my sister and I. And so my mom would be at work. So after school, uh, my sister and I wouldn't go home. Uh, it was before I was old enough to like watch my sister. We would go across the street to my neighbor's house, uh, who was also uh, uh, my uh a childhood friend, uh, Dusty's yeah. family. Uh, and Dusty, it, see, I'm not entirely certain he actually exists. <laughs> I've always heard tell of Dusty. <laughs> the legend of Dusty. But I don't think I've ever seen the man. He, uh, 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 I, I was about to reveal some like personal information no, of his. But, I refuse uh, yeah. to even look on Facebook. I don't want to know <laughs> that this is a real person. I just want to just always assume that. He's like imaginary. He's all, and it was like, oh, who's Dusty? He's like, oh, he's my friend. He's a couple years older. Sure, Craig. He's cool and he, he helps me and protects me. But honestly, like when I, I was rides home from him, like, <laughs> okay, Craig, I play a Sega Genesis. Sure, Craig, what kind of games were you playing on that Sega Genesis? Uh, but I, I didn't have to get into his house by breaking in the. I mean, go through the window. <laughs> it's a secret club entrance. <laughs> Sounds like you're just pilfering your neighbor's house. My might be dead and everything's covered in dust. Is that where you're getting the name Dusty from? Ah, <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. But I, I. But yeah, me and my sister would go to be babysat by by my neighbor. I, uh, uh, who you know, really nice family. We've we've gotten along for years. We're still friends with them. And uh, uh, you still break into their house. I still break into their house to play their Sega Genesis because it's covered in dust and they're all dead. And what are they gonna do? Right? They're not. They're dead. They can't be playing Sega Genesis. You can't play Sega Genesis when you're dead. It's science. Maybe. I guess I've never experimented with it. I guess I don't know if it's science or not. You anyway, can't play Nintendo when you're dead. <laughs> But the Sega Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it's in pristine shape every time I go there. I uh, but no, I I they had Sega Genesis with a bunch of games, and I uh, one of them was Sonic Two, and I almost always played that game. There was also a really crappy first person shooter that I uh, played on Sega Genesis, but I don't know why I did. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I played uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Two the most uh, by far, mm-hmm. and yeah, I love it. It made me like I was always a Nintendo fanboy, but it made me want a Sega Genesis. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, that's what got them a Sega Genesis is them going from like Nintendo and be like, yeah, Mario and all these games are great. You know, Super Nintendo is amazing. And then they would play Sonic 2 on their friend Sega Genesis. They go, OK, yeah, okay, but this is pretty these. cool. Well, let's see what else is on the Sega Genesis. Oh, <laughs> No, the Sega Genesis has Sega a, a great library, just, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Sonic 2 is that, the that's pinnacle. That's the Super Nintendo fanboy in me. Oh, yes. for sure. I, I mean, I get it, for sure. But, uh, I, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the game is, is, is so much fun to play. But there's a part that when I was young, I just couldn't do it to save my life. The final battle. Really? Yeah, when I was I young. I would skip to the final battle all the time. Now, I didn't uh, uh, know about the codes until later down the road. Yeah. Uh, so when I was uh, like really young and the game first came out, I didn't know about Super Sonic. I, I couldn't get all the chaos. No, I mean, even stuff. I would do it without the Super, without the chaos because I didn't know. I, I guess I didn't really know what the Chaos Emeralds did when I was younger. Yeah. But it was later on that I would do that. But yeah, I would I would skip to the final battle all the time. I would do that for fun. I yeah, I didn't uh, I know the level select codes and stuff. So I would go through the game, go yeah. all the way through. You just gotta keep running. Once Doctor once you beat uh, Metal Sonic, mm-hmm. you have to just keep running and then run behind him, 
so that when he climbs up, he starts walking forward. Then you just jump over the flame, hit him in the back a bunch of times, and he's dead. Oh, is that how you That's always how did I it? I always did it. Yeah. I always did it the legit way, where you let him jump in the robot. And so, for for our listeners who are unfamiliar or don't remember, uh, you beat Metal Sonic. Uh, or Robo Sonic, which it's 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 not doesn't look like the 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 yeah, standard design for Metal Sonic. Although technically, this would be the standard design because this came out before the Metal Sonic and Sonic CD. That is very true. But then Sonic CD got more popular. And, or yeah, the, the, that's at least that, that design version. for yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, so you defeat uh, a robotic Sonic, and uh, you run into the chamber. Robotnik runs forward, and God for bless reason, his pudgy heart, who runs as fast as he can, <laughs> cannot catch. Dr. Robotnik. Look at Eggman go. Look at that chubby little guy go. He moves like Grease Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets into a like a, this pod and it rises up and it's this giant mechanical Robotnik. Robotnik with spike arms. And so they're always moving like the right to the left are always like, you know, like. Uh, like pistoning back yeah. and forth and you have to hit him at least when you're in front of him in the gut but only when the spike arms have moved back so there's only a small window of opportunity or when he lands from jumping down and his yes. whole body goes down but when he lands he also occasionally shoots out like rocket his like rocket punches his like spike yeah, arms out or he shoots out bombs uh-huh and uh uh it's a it's a pretty fun final battle yeah. i mean especially when you look at sonic one's final battle which was kind of dull yeah uh Again, and, pistons just going up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but in this one, it's uh, a little bit more exciting, and you you defeat uh, uh, you can defeat him. But like when I was a kid, it took me so long. I was so proud of myself when I first beat Sonic Two. Mm. I was so proud. So what we've learned here is: don't be dumb like Craig. Run behind Robotnik. <laughs> don't be a dummy like Craig. And this just little jetpack has a flame, so it's not foolproof. Like sure, you can still sure. Hit the flame and, and get honestly, your I tried out. that when I was younger. Got hit by the flame, and then I immediately stopped doing it. So that must have been my problem. Yeah, you have to like arc your jumps just right so that yeah. you bounce off. Interesting. That's the way you do it. I, I, I. Yeah. So, so uh, when it when it comes to Sonic Two, I. Uh, there, I just love the game so much. There's just so much to it. Uh, you know, it had a, a one of the the first games I know of that had a worldwide release. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, I think like it was released in America and uh, in Europe and Japan all within a span of like a couple of days. Uh, which was kind of unheard of. Uh, mm. I guess uh, uh, Sega really wanted to push Sonic and and get it for the holiday season all throughout the world. Well, it's not like there's a lot to translate. Very true. Yeah, there's. <laughs> nothing to translate yeah <laughs> in fact i game I don't, over maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe even then i think that might even still be in english yeah you know i don't know i uh, uh yeah there's not a whole lot to there's no spoken dialogue or anything i mm-hmm. uh, but i uh, so xander i uh, before we uh uh get into the uh well i i guess uh, before like we, we should probably start talking about the music there's a lot to talk yeah, about right there's a lot to talk about yeah. the music so let's let's go ahead and get a word from our sponsors here real quick hey it's me everybody tim kittrow i'm here to talk to you about old school gamer old school gamer is the magazine for gamers it covers arcade and retro gaming gives you gaming history and in-depth interviews with people like me who are there and it lets you know what conventions are happening and when issues come out once every other month plus a website full of even more razzle dazzle and it's all for just 30 bucks a year so visit oldschoolgamer.com and subscribe now Whoa, so we're going to listen to the whole soundtrack because it's all so good, right? Oh, God, I wish. If, if we had enough hours in the day, yeah, <laughs> I, I just have it on repeat. So, 
the music was, of course, we've mentioned this before. The music yep. is composed by Masato Nakamura, who's the bassist for a J-pop band. Yes. Uh, Dreams Come True Dreams is the, Come the True band. is the name. Uh, so I... Uh, so, so the music for Sonic 2 is is amazing. And we're going to listen to some of that here. But uh, there's there's something I wanted to uh, chat with you a little bit about uh, when it comes to uh, Masato Nakamura's work for the Sonic series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he did the music for Sonic 1 and 2. And then, as we mentioned, I think in Sonic 3 episode, if you want to go back to listen to that, uh, we mentioned that uh, he pretty much was like, hey, pay me this amount of money. And Sega was like, no, yeah, we're like not going to do crazy it. Crazy popular J-pop artist is like, I need a whole bunch of money. And they said no. And I said, oh, great. Let's go to this American pop artist who has a lot of money. <laughs> I, probably costs us a lot of money. And they got Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, now, Masato Did you know, not- by the way, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, so at the time of this recording, it's a lot of uh, things going on with Michael Jackson's legacy. And, you mm-hmm. know, did you know that uh, Sonic 3 is not available for through digital purchase right now? Really? Because of all the things that are going on with it? Even though he's not officially credited, he's not officially licensed, yeah, that they're they're still. I've I haven't confirmed like to check to see if I could buy because usually anywhere I can buy Sonic Three, I've already bought it. Right, but uh, I've I've I saw an article floating around that that Sonic Three was like no, no longer available like on, like on Steam or whatever because of the allegations and all that. I mean, it, it's crazy to me that it's like now, and happening. yet Michael Jackson's still constantly being played on the radio. And I mean, we kind of already knew about all this stuff yeah. before, and it is rotten. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the, that's that's weird. And to tie in with uh, uh, another podcast called Noiseland Arcade, there's the episode of The Simpsons where he voiced a character, and that's uh-huh. apparently being pulled. Like that's no longer on Leon Kampowski. Uh, he voiced the. Uh, he did one of the voices of Leon Kampowski. And the last time I was in a Best Buy, I was looking through all the random just DVDs. Like I got time to kill. I'm looking sure. through. And season it's season three when that episode is right. I uh, yeah 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 that that's the only one that's like missing. Really? Yeah. So either people are going out and buying it before they can't get it anymore. That could very well be, or it's been pulled off the shelves. I would Im- I would probably imagine that it's just been bought because yeah. people you know want to make sure that they have access to it. Yeah. It's a great episode. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a it's awesome Simpsons episode. I uh, and 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 I'm excited to get to that in Noiseland Arcade because we're going through every episode yeah. and we'll get there eventually. I. Uh, but I anyway back to yeah so Masato Nakamura so <laughs> and his music which is all all great oh it's great it's amazing it's so Sonic one and two soundtracks amazing however there is another song that Masato Nakamura has has worked on for a different Sonic game in Sonic 06 which we generally just as a rule don't talk about it is notoriously terrible glitchy weird kind of creepy not very good. It's just all around a really crummy game. However, there is a song that Masato Nakamura has has lended to uh, the game. It is Sweet, 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 which is a, has been remixed by Akon, the rapper in America, for this game. It is the song Sweet Dreams, remixed by Akon, essentially. For Sonic 06, and for our listeners who maybe don't remember or or uh, uh, have not listened to our other Sonic uh, episodes or or Rhythm of Retros where we talk mm-hmm. about this, the song "Sweet Dreams" was the like the ending song to Sonic 2. Uh, it's basically the same song but without words. So, so how do you want me to play this? Do you want me to play the the Sonic 2 ending real quick? 
Yeah, so let's play the Sonic 2 ending real quick, just to, even just a little, a few seconds, just to kind of uh, like get our listeners familiar with it or to remember it. is uh the uh uh the end ending song to sonic 2 now xander do you, do you have want, do you want to play the the akon or do you want to play the normal the original version let's first? do the original version first so this is the original version done by dreams come true uh uh call a song called sweet dreams Sounds familiar.
sounds like the exact same song. It pretty much is the exact same song. In fact, uh, because the album where this song, Sweet Dreams, was coming out on, was coming out around the same time Sonic 2 was, he was using Sonic 2's ending sort of as like kind of like a, a way to maybe not advertise, but kind right. of like play into the fact that this new album has this song and you know things like that. Maybe it's just a, a quick nod. Yeah. Like, hey, I also did the music for this. <laughs> exactly. So, but Sonic 06 has... A remix of that song, Sweet Dreams, and the end, thus the ending to Sonic 2. So let's give it a real quick listen. Remix! Remix! do without the uh, the ad libs <laughs> isn't it so weird does he eventually rap in it i think it's just like this through the whole song i'm gonna skip ahead i So I'm, uh, <laughs> right. It's so weird. It's so weird. Like I kind of want to like it, but I also don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like there's that part of me that's like, okay, this is kind of neat, and another part of me that's like, what was Akon doing? Like why was he even there? Um. So I pulled this up on YouTube. Uh-huh. To, so I just searched Sonic 06, sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, and yeah. It's the first thing that pops up. Uh-huh. I just want to share one thing. Uh-huh. The first comment that shows up. <laughs> Uh-huh. Is by a user named the D Pad. Uh-huh. Two years ago, he said, "It's a good thing Akon yelled remix at the start. I would have never had any idea." <laughs> so, so yeah, I, 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 I just thought that that was so weird because I, I, I went looking into info on uh, Masato Nakamura, and I here's the thing: aside from Dreams Come True and Sonic One and Two, and that song. That's all he's credited in, in the like the video game world. Interesting. Yeah, he he didn't do any other video game soundtracks, and it's kind of a shame because he, he knew how to work the, the Genesis did. soundboard, which is he, not something a lot of people know how to do. Yeah, I seriously, it, it, he did such an amazing job. But let's hear some music from the uh, the game itself. So Xander, what do you have for us first? Well, we're gonna pretty much listen to the entire soundtrack. <laughs> I uh, mean, through uh, uh through the magic of the staff roll. Yeah, so the medley has almost all the level themes in the game. Uh, yeah, almost all the level themes. So rather than like give you every single song, we'll just give you a quick taste of this. It's, it's uh, two minutes and 40 seconds, but it's it's not only just like cool freestyles in the middle, it's cool transitions into the music, yeah. and you get to hear a little bit of everything. So yeah. here's the staff roll. 
much a bit of everything it's so good the only songs that are missing are oil ocean sky chase wing fortress and death egg and you know uh though those songs are really good i do like all three of those songs so so yeah oil ocean is a level i hate but i love the music oh the music's great the The level's awful (laughs) and so when it showed up in sonic mania i'm like i'm so glad this song's redone i hate this stage (laughs) (laughs) so so i i uh, another uh, uh, favorite of ours is the Sky Chase zone. Yes. So it's a level where <laughs> instead of uh, just normal platforming, you're on the plane and the platform <laughs> follows you the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. As you're running up to go to the Winged Fortress, which will then take you to Death Egg Zone. It, it is a, uh, an incredibly interesting level because it is such a change of pace. Let's go ahead and listen to the music. It's kind of epic. <laughs> Epic is the word I would yeah, use. Yeah, maybe not epic. I, I but I, it's phenomenal. It is really good. Yeah, I, I do really like the theme. It's it's very it's kind of fanciful almost. Yeah, it's it's reminiscent to me of uh, Tengu Man from Mega Man and Bass. Yes, I really love that song. Maybe yeah. it's because they're both like machines in the sky kind of thing. Yeah, but, huh. I didn't really think of it that way, but you're right. Interesting. Yeah, just a very mellow like. Oh, I can get into this, and it's got it's got enough of a beat to it that if I wanted to you know run like it's got oh sure sure uh yeah so masato nakamura's work in in the sonic games is phenomenal he he was one of the champs of uh uh utilizing the sound chips that are in the sega genesis and so if you're a fan of chiptune video game music things like that then definitely give a listen to the sonic 2 soundtrack if you're not already incredibly familiar with it uh because odds are you are because sonic 2 is like it's a game everybody loves yeah now masato uh, nakamura is also the bassist for uh that his his band yeah yeah uh, dreams come true right that's the dreams come true yeah i always forget if it's sweet dreams or dreams come true because <laughs> dreams come true is the band sweet, sweet dreams, dreams is the song. song yeah sweet 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 is the remix song right. if you didn't know yeah um but yeah, that's why the, all the Sonic songs are so funky. Yeah, as he's got just got those bass. I you know I, I love it. As, oh, as yeah. an aspiring bassist, I love the music from Sonic. It, it's so good. It's so fun. And I uh, I mean, it's Sonic Two in general is just it's it's a a, a very legendary game. It's it, you. It, it's probably one of the best sega genesis games it's mm-hmm. arguably one of the best games of all time mm-hmm. uh it's it's so good and so just play it yeah 
just you've got no excuse not to. We can't recommend we it cannot enough. Recommend it enough. No, we cannot. So uh, that's all we've got for Sonic 2. Let's jump into our retro relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for retro relapse on the Legend of Retro podcast. So our retro relapse this week uh, is a game that I picked up at a garage sale on a whim. Didn't know anything about it, but I was like, it's Capcom. It's got a weird name. Can't be bad. You were right. It cannot be bad. It, it, I mean, Capcom uh, very rarely did wrong in those days. So we played Magic Sword for the SNES. Originally an arcade game, but uh, yep. yeah, we played it on the SNES and it's a lot of fun. It is. I remember playing it when I when I got it and I was like, yeah, it's a, like a it's like an arcade style game. That's interesting. Like, yeah. But I never put a whole lot of time into it. So really, probably the most I've ever played was during this retro relapse. Really? And I had, a, I mean, you can see the video. It's on YouTube. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you got it a little bit early. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's at the one dollar perk. So, yeah. One dollar. Early access and extra votes. And helps All us those out. things. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shameless plugs there. Um but yeah, you can watch the video. We had a ton of fun with this one. It is it's it's a medieval fantasy like action platformer. Uh you you run around as like this shirtless dude with a sword and you get keys and you can unlock doors and it's interesting because you you like can get bu- uh, buddies to help yeah, you. There are assistant characters and they consist of the Amazon, uh-huh. who's an archer, uh knight, lizard man, ninja, priest, thief, wizard and who could forget the classic uh dnd archetype of big man big man is my favorite class in dungeons and dragons i'm a level 20 big man <laughs> i i love the fact that like we we were so gung-ho to get lizard man and then we realized big man was so sweet <laughs> i yeah i i think lizard man might be my favorite just because i really like lizard yeah, men yeah. you know it's it's it, it, lizard people in in That's fantasy why you have games such an affinity for johnny quest I do. Yeah, I and really the lizard do. Men. <laughs> what is your uh, name, profession, and uh, what's, <laughs> what's occupation? Occup- yeah, or, uh, yeah, lizard uh, man, like uh, lizard man, uh, lizard man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, who's your favorite Soul Calibur fighter? Lizard man. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, you're going through trying to get these keys where you can unlock the assistant characters as well mm. as go higher up in the in the castle. There are 51 floors to wow. fight through in the game. That is a that is a lot of content. Eight of the floors have boss characters. Um, we fought for a fair few boss including characters, including Drakmar himself at the end of the fiftieth floor. Curse you, Drakmar! And there are uh, seven secret doors Ooh. which bypass levels. Oh, that's neat. But uh, my favorite thing is as you go up the floors, uh-huh. it shows you and your partner <laughs> walking upstairs and like. <laughs> Just like a random fact about the game or something. Oh, yeah. The weird like he's like because it's what he's saying almost yeah. to his partner. So it's like <laughs> beware the acid on level seven or something. something like that. And it was just funny. Get Like I, I gave the main character a funny voice like he was bragging to, to his assistant <laughs> the entire time. It's a lot of fun. Like I'm excited. Beware the acid, big man. <laughs> <laughs> I've slain dragons, you know. <laughs> Are you aware that I've slain dragons, big man? So uh, to pull back the curtain just a little, we uh, we record the retro relapses all like back to back. We just set a day aside oh, sure, and we sure. do a bunch of them. 
it's probably been a good month and a half since we played Magic Sword, uh-huh. but I'm so excited for that video to come out so I can relive what dumb things I said. Oh, God, it was so much fun. That that was one of my favorite retro relapse videos we did. That was it was it was so much fun. So, yeah, I mean, so it, the, the, the thing to think about is we we had so much fun with this one because it's one that that I I mean, I brought yeah. something that we we kind of wanted to play. It wasn't the glitch torturing us, which seems what a like coincidence. retro relapse lately has all been him trying to just break us. We won't be broken. Magic Sword will help us. Next time, let's just pick our own games <laughs> instead mm. of like, hey, Glitch, what are you going to po- torture us with this time? What are you going to poke and prod us with, huh? You oh, know? great. I've got this uh, CDI baseball game. <laughs> hey, I've got this Spice Girls game that God. isn't a game. He's <laughs> the worst best friend ever. <laughs> You're right. He is. Next time I see the Glitch, I'm going to punch him in the back of the head. <laughs> But then give him a high five also. Eh. Maybe. <laughs> Definitely the punch, though. So, uh, so Xander, I, I, uh, we, we had a ton of fun with this game. But if you're being as objective as possible, what are you giving Magic Sword for Super Nintendo on the 8-bit scale? Uh, I would probably give it a, a, a strong 6. Really? I was going to say a 6 as well. I, I think that it's, it's... It's not perfect by any it's means. It's fairly simple. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot of fun, and if you're looking for, like, a, a especially arcade-style action platformer, I mean, it's from Capcom. You can't really go wrong. It's true. So, yeah, uh, check out Magic Sword if you get a chance, either in the arcade if you can find it, uh, or just on SNES. It's a lot of fun. In fact, I think Magic Sword has probably made it onto some Capcom collections. Oh yeah, for you sure. know, so so definitely. Uh, take it a look. was released alongside Final Fight in a two for one bundle titled Final Fight Double Impact. That's kind of neat for, for Xbox Live uh, Arcade and the PlayStation Network. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely available. So uh, go out there and I, uh, uh, you know. And when, you, when you're thinking about what uh, class you want to take in Dungeons and Dragons, just remember Big Man. Big Man. Big Man. Big Man, I've slain a dragon, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm aware, boss. <laughs> uh, so now we go to our uh, NES, or not NES, that's old, our opening music bracket. Oh, yeah, let's uh, jump right Which into Which doesn't the... even have an NES song in there. I don't know <laughs> no. why I said NES, probably because I'm looking at the Magic Sword stuff and it said SNES. <laughs> So, uh, what do we have uh, for our first song uh, today? Today Xander? is interesting. Um, it's two different platforms, um, a portable and a not so portable. We're gonna uh, first listen to the opening theme from Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. Oh yeah, let's give it a listen.
simple, straightforward. It, it really is, but it is so such a charming melody and has so much nostalgia attached to it. Now, the next song, though, is a far cry from this song. It's very different. And in fact, it's kind of fitting that it's being played on this episode, isn't it, Xander? That's true. Um, real quick, I did want to mention the, oh. that the Pokemon opening theme was composed by Junichi Masuda and Go Ichinose. Ah, uh, yes, of course. So Yeah, they um, do. They with, did really good work on the game. With that business Boy. out of the way, it's uh, time for a song that needs no introduction. time i heard this i thought it was a joke <laughs> but then i grew to appreciate and love this song i i really enjoy this song it's so cheesy it is of course the opening to sonic cd sonic boom but for the american version which yeah. is weird that they listen to our sonic cd episode you'll learn more about that do you remember who composed this off the top of your head not off the top of my head i i know that it was it's of course different than the japanese crew so uh i uh, I, I don't have the answer off the top of my head, uh, but but yeah, the uh, Sonic CD uh, had uh, uh, a different soundtrack for the American version and the uh, Japanese version. Yeah, the North American version, the composers are listed as uh, Spencer Nilsson, David Young, and Mark Crew. That's right. Yeah, and uh, uh, they they hired a singer, and she did Sonic Boom, uh, the opening to the uh, like the cutscene, the uh, anime opening to Sonic CD. Uh, but uh, but this is uh, uh, going to be an interesting matchup, I think, for this uh, uh, or for this week for these songs because you have you know the classic retro style and nostalgia of the Pokemon opening, and you have the kind of like outlandish kind of uh, yeah. uh, uh, charm of Sonic Boom. Uh, so it'll be uh, uh, a kind of a fun matchup, I think. Well, it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with this one for sure. I uh, but I think that's about all the time we have uh, for today. Uh, but, of course, we want to uh, chat about Patreon. Yes. So, uh, like we mentioned before, for uh, just $1 a month, it gets you uh, early access to our YouTube uh, content, which is our uh, retro relapse. You get those on Sunday instead of Thursday. You also get a bonus vote in the video game music brackets that we put up. So, you can uh, get a vote on our Facebook group. You can go to our Twitter page at Legend of Retro GZ, uh, or you can jump on our Discord and uh, join the conversation there and also get an extra vote there. But for that extra dollar, you do get a vote on Patreon every week as well. So yeah, if absolutely. You really feel strongly that pokemon is better than sonic cd or sonic cd is better than pokemon whatever you 
way you want to go. You want to get an extra de- or put it that dollar to get your extra vote, push it over the top. Uh, you can do so. Um, also, for the five dollar level, you get access to all the bonus episodes that the Gamezilla Media Network puts out. So that uh, doesn't just mean for Legend of Retro. That is for uh, the Last Action Podcasts and uh, Noobs, Noobs and Dragons, Dragons Noiseland yeah. Arcade. Uh huh. Tons, tons, and tons of content for just five dollars. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh- honestly a ton of bonus content for uh, joining our Patreon page at the $5 level. And you support uh, the GameZilla Media Network and by extension Legend of Retro. We're always looking to improve the show, uh, you know, getting better uh, equipment, better uh, uh, better stuff for the show and everything. So, you know, by all means uh, if you're interested in supporting the show and even if you're not as worried about that but you want that bonus content, you need that Game Shark show every month for sure. Make sure to uh, go ahead and uh, jump on there for all that uh, sweet bonus content. Yep. Uh, so that's going to wrap up this episode of legend of retro podcast thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time when When the the legend legend continues. continues